already know. Welcome to the fourth side. We back at it, man. Better than ever. This is Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your boy Wills, aka back. Wills Fargo. Oh man, let him know. <laughs> let him know. We got Wills Fargo. We got Boss for days, aka Flow for days. I'm just the dude with the OVO gear on this, <laughs> this very moment. But we are back from our summer break. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support, man. People yeah, was hitting me yeah. up. Uh, I already know people's definitely hitting up Wills. It was like, man, when the four sides coming back, yeah. we are back. I got a few artists too that's been hitting me up. They need, they want some interviews, so yes, we're gonna work for on sure. that. And we actually got some big news. I'm actually gonna share with you the, the big news right here, right now. Is uh, been speaking to some folks at Sony, and Sony is going to help promote the podcast, the yeah. Foresight Podcast. Their publicists and the crew over there. They're going to reach out to us. Um, make sure you visit the blog, foresidemusic.tumblr.com. And we actually have a new layout to it. We got video reviews on the blog now. Um, we got new artists, new vibes on there. So trust me, man. Trust me, Dutty. We got new stuff on you there. Was coming. I had to. I had to, <laughs> man. I tell you, the Drake reference is going to be better than ever in the second half of the year. Uh. I promise you that for real. <laughs> but we got two special guests here with us on this show. You already know we got my boy Quentin, the OG, triple OG. Yeah, you already know, man. <coughs> T-Mart, a.k.a. I get my taxes done by January 15th because I need that check. A.k.a. if you break up and you use my Netflix password, I will call the proper authorities on that ass. And we got a special guest, too, a new guest to the fourth side. We have Janae. A.k.a. Honey hey, D. Honey D, you already know. The hat's already fresh, Honey by D. the way. Oh, thank you. That's already fresh. Uh, man, I was going to get this out the way. Oh, man. Kid Cuddy, bro. It's time to get out of here. Oh, <laughs> We, we got to get this kid, kid Cuddy dude out of here. First of all, only time I even hear about Cuddy is when his fans come out of nowhere just to defend this dude. And personally, I'm sick and tired of your fans too, bro. Cuddy fans, you fake fans. Um, y'all only defend a man when it's time to defend him. I never hear nothing about the music. You guys never promote no waves. I only hear the rants. And Cuddy, bro, you and every other rapper got to stop with this random moment of reflection where dudes just want to tweet and get out their feelings, bro. What Drake did to you? All right? Drake ain't did nothing to you. I, I thought you and Ye was cool when you left. Remember, you left good music two, three years ago. So, so suddenly you feeling some type of way. And once again, what about the music? Because last time I heard about you musically, your album panned. It was trash. It was hot garbage. It sucked. The speed. The speed. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo, you going <laughs> in right now. No, I'm getting this off my chest. You know what I'm saying? I got the beard, so I'm acting a little different these days. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, dude, I, I really don't want to hear about you. And here's another thing, too, with the Cuddy fans before I pass it, you know, to Wills, is Cuddy fans want to be like, well, you know, he helped, you know, Kanye write a few songs. So? Kanye was still Kanye going back to 04. Okay, Kanye was all right. Kanye had gold digger. Kanye called out the president of the United States at the time of George Bush. What you? Why? Don't make it seem like Cuddy was putting Kanye on. Don't. I'm not the dude to go up for that. All right, just don't do it. All right, but I say that to say this. You know, make sure you count your blessings, and we gotta get Cuddy out of here. I don't. I don't, I don't like. I don't have though. nothing to say about Cuddy. I don't listen to Cuddy. Um, never did listen to Cuddy. The only time I listened to him was when my friends play him. Um, but I did read his tweets or whatever and um i seen the kanye you saw kanye's video yeah <laughs> yo kanye's a clown he told the guy like yo i know your parents <laughs> <laughs> he told, kanye told cuddy last night on stage like don't you ever mention my name i birthed you 
Keep you know, he said, I birthed you like I sunned you. I mean, it all stems from the fake outrage that the internet does, because now everybody be fake outraged. Like, you be on Twitter, something happened, here come the fake outrage, so all the trolling. So it's like, most Cuddy fans come from trolling, because at the end of the day, he's kind of Sam Bowie to Drake's Michael Jordan, in a sense. Like, they were still in the same class. One ended up being a star, the other one didn't pan out. But they were both great in college. And I could make more of a case for Sam Bowie being a top three pick than Cuddy ever being top but five. But in that, in that class... Right when they first came out, and when Drake was buzzing and Cuddy was buzzing around the same time, but it wasn't that time in rap where it was like it was cool because it was weird, not because it was hot, but it was a time in rap where if you were just weird, you were cool. So it was like, yo, you don't understand because it's so weird shit. Like, nah, you're just a weirdo, and it just happened to work at the time. And Kanye kind of not started the weird thing, but he was the one who like was wearing the skinny jeans first and the pink polos and. He like stepped out of his like out of the whole hip hop. Like when we was like growing up, it was like baggy jeans, bandanas, everything, blah blah. When Kanye came through, he was on the tight jeans, blah, blah, blah. and then but you got niggas. I don't really know about Cuddy, but from what I heard, Cuddy swear like he started the different shit, like the whole. Cuddy's a dude who's just been hyped up way too much from his cult following. And look, I haven't checked. Cult, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> checked for Cuddy musically. Deadass since like 2010. Never checked for him. Not with different stuff? Because I haven't really followed him. No, no, he has, but I'm not checking for him. Yeah, like and clearly does. you're not checking for yeah. him. <laughs> and the dude clearly forgot that rap is his lane. He had a promising career. Don't get me wrong. Day and night, you know, he had some records with Kanye that, uh oh, 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 I thought that record was dope. And then the dude wanted to get on some rock stuff, and it's not a surprise that he fell off. But that's and, the weird shit. That's what I'm saying. It comes lame. down, it comes down to like. Lame. Everybody started doing weird shit, and it came down to that. And he's not mentally stable. It didn't flow, but he's kind of like the freaky zeaky of <laughs> music. You know what I mean? Because like Yo, anybody, anybody <laughs> could get like one. Like Trinidad James had a hot track, so it's like if you have in your career with traction, you could have two or three hot songs. It's like yo, before Bobby Smurda went to jail. He had hot niggas, but does he have another hot nigga? Does does designer have another panda? Like you could have one or two, but you gotta have ten, twelve. Yeah. Like Drake at the concert could do a half an hour on just hot features, you know yes. what I mean? And then it's hit you with another two hours of just his shit. So it's like yo, he's giving you two and a half he hours. Literally, of just I think little. Just I think his show. I think his show. I think his set is literally two hours because. Last night I was watching like YouTube videos or whatever, and I stepped outside, and then I came back in the house and I left my um, PlayStation on. So when I got in, the video started, and it was the whole Madison Square Garden like Summer Sixteen tour, but it was two hours long. But it started off from Drake, like so. I guess his whole set is just two hours, and the whole I watched the whole probably like forty five minutes of the beginning, and, and he was just going off with just straight. Before we pass it to Janae. <laughs> Let me touch on that, because I can't wait, because I'll be in the building October 11th for the Drake Future Show at Barclays. Gang, gang, gang. Life-changing event, Drake Hive, as you already know. Let's <laughs> go. Gang, gang. Um, speaking of that, uh, in terms of like all the hits, Drake has like a six-minute part of the show where it's basically like a DJ mix of all his hits, where he's performing 0 to 100, then it stops when he gets to the year. Uh, Sasana hit boy, cause I got all the hits. Yeah, that's part. That's the part. That's the part. That's the part I saw. And he was doing like mad of just like mad songs that were just hits. Billboard or not, it was just six strong minutes. And I said, yo, I can't wait to be a part of that. Janae, you just heard us ramble. 
<laughs> how do you feel about this Cuddy situation, him calling him out? How do you feel about Cuddy as an artist in general? Has um, he ever taken up space on your phone? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't taken space up on my phone. Um, I think Cuddy's a little bit overrated. I think he's feeling himself a little bit too much. A uh, little bit emotional, like I was talking about. You know, one personality, you know, Scotty Bean, she was, she had his back. She was saying how, oh, Scottie how everybody Bean. should um, kneel down to, because she's uh, bad. to him just because I, I don't know why. He he didn't do a lot of things for, for rappers, to me, honestly. He did in what wave, right? We, I don't know what the, he did. the term wave gets used a lot. It's a part of our rap dictionary in 2016. What wave has he, like, ever created? Which sound? Which artist do you even know that you could literally look at and just go, oh, yeah, this dude's, like, linked to yeah, Cudi. Like, he, um, like, he helped, like, Cudi, like, well, made I haven't listened to Cudi, but I've been listening to um, Travis Scott's album Crazy, and I listened to his interview, and he said he's a huge Cudi fan. Like, he's a Cudi Damn, like they even asked him who's the best rapper you like who's who was you starstruck in the studio with and he said Cuddy and then he go and then he says the second person was Jay Z. I'm but like, what? You're ca- weird. Ca- ca- your question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ca- 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 your question. If if your favorite player is Kyrie, you guys crossover? <laughs> no. All right, no, I know <laughs> he don't got. I know <laughs> he don't got the Cuddy flow. Yourself. I know <laughs> he don't got the Cuddy nah. flow, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, he just asks who. Yeah, who. No, I, I, when you say wave, like, it's just it. A lot musically, if your sound don't, if your sound doesn't correlate with what goes on, like right now, it's a different sound. Like A Boogie, all these new cats coming, yeah, I don't care their sound you, and low key. I know Dave Chalope writes for you, but it's okay. Low <laughs> <laughs> uh, key, or you just that's your cousin or something. Nah, I'm just messing around. But like, <laughs> the, if your sound don't go, and this brings me to the thing, I got I have to pay homage to the immaculate God, fabulous, because he's had such a consistent long career. He may he may yeah. not have the most course. vicious pen in the sense that like he has some orange and three stack shit, but he always relevant on social media, fashion-wise, and he embraces the young guys, man. His mixtape, his mixtape, he got our man Don Q, he got A Boogie, he got Uzi. He's always, he's, he's not one of these old hating dudes. He just evolves with the time, and that's why his music keeps on evolving. Yeah, and that's what I, I be, t- I tell a lot of people that they always be like, yo, what is that? You don't think Fab is washed? He's, he's mad old. I'm like, yo, Fab adapts with the time. Like, yo, like, whatever's hot, he knows how to fit in, and he knows his lane. And I watched his Breakfast Club interview, and he even said something like that. He was like, he's like, I'm from the era, like, doing certain shit, and plus I'm from New York, so the way I act is, like, different. But he was like, but I know my lane, and I know how to fit in, and I know how to, like, jump on the wave. Like, not saying he a wave rider, but he knows how to fit in, and he knows how to make good music. Since it's his album, his album, his first album dropped 15 years ago. Yeah, he's, and yo, he's, he's still hot. He's a rap game, Jamal Crawford. That's what he's real rap. Because Jamal Crawford come off the bench and give you 30, and he's 34, 35 years old. He's still giving out him now work and crossing cat. Like, Fab to me, like Jamal Crawford, like, he's just gonna give you this work. And his work is timeless, and his work evolved. Jamal Crawford been crossing niggas since '96, so it's like <laughs> you still getting crossed over in 2006. Like it's over for you. 2007 is over for you. He keeps on coming with more. So I, I like how Fab reinvents himself every year and stays relevant. But like with Cuddy, it's like if you're not doing that, it's like I can't really even argue because 
he had maybe one summer, right? Like he had like, uh, one album. Then day and night was popping. Day and night was popping. That party that was popping. That party X. That uh, and you all know it's crazy. Nah, I didn't even know was on day and night was his song. Three. Nah, that party. Yeah, the, on the, the party X joint when uh, I'm on that. Uh, that 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 song was popping when that party X came to that big ass party and the kid uh like played his dad's car in the pool. Oh okay. Remember that movie? Yeah. That song was lit when that shit was out and that shit had, came out like five years ago. So. It's been quiet for that nigga. He's been hibernating for the past five Look, years. Look, man, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, is look, I can't stand none of y'all. Because I know your child. parents. I birthed you. <laughs> like, you gotta understand, like, you gotta make somebody really <laughs> mad even, to say, said, I birthed you. Yeah, even said, he didn't he even like, say, I He said, You mad? You mad because I'm doing songs with Drake? You mad because I'm doing songs with Drake? Come on. My man, man dead ass said, Y'all swear to God. Kanye literally said, He said, Yo. <laughs> this is this isn't the end of the Malcolm X movie. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm like, come again? Yo. He said, yo, this isn't the end of the Malcolm X movie. I'm like, yo, Kanye. But at the same time, I had to tweet Olio X Good Music because you know that album. You know, Drake and Kanye is gonna be phenomenal. You guys already know I'm gonna be in, on your side. Things of that nature. It's gonna be fire. It's but gonna be fire. It's, it's like it's, it's weird and it's good. It's, it's like, low key gonna be way doper than the Kanye whole album. That's another thing that, I didn't finish. That. Travis Scott said that Cuddy, he's been like more excited to be in the studio with Cuddy, and he's been in the studio with Jay Z, and he was in the studio the whole time with Jay Z and Kanye when they did the whole Magna Carta album. What is there but exciting about Cuddy? I don't know. Because when he said that, then he went into Jay Z. He was like, "Yeah, but Jay Z is just like so fucking fire, man." Like. Like he fucking freestyled the whole album. I didn't know like Duh, he's really, hasn't written he the doesn't lyric write. in freaking twenty plus years. He, everybody knows Jay don't write. And he it, goes sh- up the top. it shows because you talk about the same four things. <laughs> oh yeah, years. you was yo. It's because it's crazy. Nah, it's crazy. You, you, I, you I had a conversation nah, with the I, I had a combo with the old heads, man. I talked to, <laughs> talk to Zeus at the top of the mountain, man. I talked to the Greek gods, right? It's like when you look at Hov's career, they do the same thing that they do with Jordan's career, right? No one talks about Jordan from eighty five to ninety one. And no one talks about Jordan from 2000 to whenever he retired, right? You only talk about Jordan from 91 to 98. In that span, he won six chips and put out a movie. That's the only Jordan we acknowledge. We don't acknowledge when Kobe's giving 40, when he's on the Wizards. We don't acknowledge when you can't get past the Pistons. We only acknowledge that seven-year period. Same thing with Hov. So it's like first album, dope. Second album, try to find Biggie. Then the rest of his career, he spent stealing other people's flows. <laughs> That's the young Chris in them. Every time yes, somebody, yes, because I love young Every Chris, time somebody's hot, your man Hov stands Chris. next to them. Snoop had the lingo, H to the Izzo. Uh, Ross is hot. Here comes Hov on Mad Songs. Uh, State Property's hot. He signs them. Dipset's hot. He signs them. It's like yo, he's the ultimate wave stealer, but he gets away with it because he's from Brooklyn and Brooklyn supports their artists. So it's like at the end of the day, we only acknowledge Hov. From the first album to probably the black album, and we don't acknowledge the rest of the trash he's given us for the past nine years. American Gangster wrapped his ass off. The rest of the stuff, I forgot he made it. I haven't listened to anything before. Okay, after, like the after last, the, black whole, album. the last whole album, I really enjoyed solo. I mean, I mean, I mean, of course the black album. I mean, that's you talking about goat. I mean, yeah. But honestly, like I really like I I like Blueprint Three. Personally, I remember when it came out, I bumped it OD, but then I realized I probably was bumping it OD because I was on some hype shit. It's like what we mentioned before. It's not like one of those albums that like 
you'll play it now, but like even if yeah, they I don't, back, I don't, don't like, even go back to that. But that's my like, point. Don't, the whole I don't thing. even it's like keep that on my like Spotify. You put yeah, you put in the whole Apple we're, we're discussing Apple. like dudes like that with that kind of legacy or whatever you want to say. Every album is a Mayweather fight, and Mayweather undefeated. He's not undefeated. He became Roy Jones. Roy Jones is a bad dude, and then Roy Jones went to the light heavyweight class and got his ass whooped. And now Roy Jones is 47, still fighting. Who wants to see Roy Jones fight at 47? I don't. Who wants to hear Jay-Z rap at 45? I don't. Because all you're going to tell me is he got mad money, his daughter's name is Blue, his wife's Beth, he used to sell drugs. That's it. For the past nine years, that's all we heard in the whole verse. Like, And we keep on like pacifying it and then letting it go and not really judging his legacy right because at the end of the day, if we're judging on rap and like your discography, it's like, yo, ask your blueprint. It's really nothing. What songs do you hear? You know what I mean? Like, but maybe is it because Jay's first couple albums are just that, I mean, according to public playing, just that great that he, that he solidified it? I think it's just culture. It's like people don't really sit down and be objective anymore, right? Like everybody, if you're a fan of somebody, you can't be objective. It's like you can't have an objective conversation. Not saying that he's not one of the greatest, right? But like Biggie dying helped your career. Let's acknowledge that. Like, you steal flows. Let's like not, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, they have, like, a YouTube, like, video of him just stealing, yep. li- stealing lines. Like, it was, like, 10, 15, 20 minutes of him taking other people's stuff. So, it's like, yeah, you freestyle, but yo, you got a lot of stolen stuff in your freestyles, my dude. Like, it's not, I'm not mad at him. It's just that as fans, we don't properly acknowledge our rappers. We make them superheroes, and we don't acknowledge their faults. Janae, can you be that same way with your favorites? Yeah, kind of in a way, because uh, if, I, if I have an artist, then I know somebody's going to critique them just because, like, they got a new album out or whatever like that. I'm going to be like, nah, nah, just just keep listening to it over. Maybe you're going to hear something or something like that. That That's how that's how I am with my artist. I'm at the point where I don't care what anybody says about Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want views came out. Drew's a classic, by the way. I'm going to put that out there. It's a classic. <laughs> Even though time hasn't passed yet, if we're just debating on numbers, he sold 3 million in like four Real years. talk, though, I'm going to say this, too. And we might as well just get into like Drake and stuff. Can, I will know, go- can we get into Wayne real quick? Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Wayne, uh, actually, let me finish this point, then we get into Wayne. I will say right now, Views has to be, I think, Drake's. I think the Drake album that has had so far the most replay value. That's a fact. I think well, so. Views, I, I, I think I, views hands I, down. Because, like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, my favorite, not to cut you off, my favorite Drake album to this day, the one I still call a classic, no matter what people say, still Take Care. Yeah, of course. And, 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 and even though, again, I love Take Care. I find myself playing Take Care. Don't be around me because my mood goes crazy after I listen to Shot from you. But um, <laughs> you gotta start texting all your ex girlfriends. I love real, you. I be son. I be I be feeling some way when I play yeah. shot for me. Okay. Shot for me, oh Lord knows. Oh, it's a wrap. I, nah. I catch bodies when I listen to Lord knows. <laughs> but uh, views to me has the most replay value. I think from front to back. I think because it's the sound of Toronto. So it's like, and that's another thing. If you embrace an artist, like you have to embrace everything about that artist, right? Like if you're really a fan that or fan that artist, you gotta embrace where they're from. Like when I was younger, I thought E Forty was trash. I never understood why people were like so hyped about Boosie, right? But I'm not from there. So when I educated myself on the region, the area, what they talked about, what was going on there, those arts became fire to me. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, Same here. they fire. So when I, when I was younger, I'm like, E-40 is a fat dude who talk weird. 
You know what I mean? But so I learned the history Ooh. about like yeah. Yeah. I, and so I learned the history of Oakland in the Bay and and what he meant to it and what he did for the game there. It's like then he's dope to me now. So it's like a lot of artists, a lot of people don't cultivate themselves to be like I'm gonna immerse myself in the artists and really learn them. So views to an average fan, you're gonna miss Matt Barnes. You're gonna miss a lot of stuff. But views somebody who knows Toronto and does the history and knows the sound of your city, and you watch that album peak where you get these tracks that lead up to still there. And then you get, you know what I mean? You get even higher, and then you come right back down, Fire Desire, and you ended out with Views where he's just talking and shit. It's like, it's just a dope album, yeah. no matter how you point. feel. Because, like, I told Will this, I said, yo, he's not going to sell you rap no more. Because rap fans it. don't buy you nothing. They don't buy anything. Rap fans don't buy anything. He's going to sell that R&B, he's going to give you rap for free. Got those Billboard yeah. melodies, rap is something yeah. I do on the side. I told you. You said it before he even came out with the verse. And when he came out with the, yo, when I heard that verse, I'm like, oh my God, this nigga Q was right. So I got to watch it said, game. rap is something I do on the side. It's about and it's a fact, though, because no, nobody buying rap. I ain't buying that shit. But that stream, I'm paying for the, I'm paying, I'm paying the apps. So I'm just streaming shit. But that's I'm, I'm lying. Man. I buy Wayne albums. That's it. But it's always been like that. I'm sorry. What's good? How you feel about your <laughs> man Wayne right now, man? How you um, feel about him? That grateful record is dope to me. Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna hand it to. I, I like that record. All right, thank you. I just had a press reason. Yeah, it's, it's good to me too. Um, how I feel? I feel like my man is stressed and he's going through a lot. I kind of peeped that he was going through a lot. It's kind of weird. Like I'm kind of a weird person, but I don't know if y'all know that Dreezy girl. Yeah, yeah from yeah. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. All right, so I was watching one of her interviews. On High 97 with Ebro in the morning or whatever, blah, blah. So they was talking, they asked her, like, who influenced you? And they asked her if Gucci influenced her because I guess she talked about Gucci a lot. And she was like, no, actually, Wayne influenced me. That's who influenced me to rap, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Ebro and Rosenberg, they was like, oh, yeah. Um, no, they asked her, they was like, yo, what you think, like, was Wayne's, like, hottest, like, last, like, project or whatever? And she said, like, honestly, mixtape-wise, probably would be, like, No Ceilings. And album-wise, probably be... Carter three, maybe Carter four, or whatever, or whatever. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, damn, she real, she a real Weezy fan, cause that's how I feel too, yeah. or whatever. But I don't. Well, I'm letting the people know that now. But even though everything Wayne dropped, I say is hot. But sometimes I do have my feelings, so I keep it to myself. But yeah, so when they said that, but then Rosenberg and them is like, oh, but we worry about him. He's going through a lot. He's going through a lot. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why are they saying this? They was like, yeah, we worry about him a lot. So in my mind, I'm like, damn, like, yo, boy, it's crazy. Like, yo, something's going on that we don't know. Yeah. Bro, I watched that interview, like, two weeks later. That's when he did the tweets, and he was like, yo, I'm, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what he said. I didn't even care for it because I woke up I woke tweets? up to Matt, not, not re- like, the first, like, depressed tweets oh, and yeah, yeah. retirement. I woke up to, like, mad text. Yo, your man's retiring. Your man's quit. And I'm like, no, because literally, like, two days before that, I listened to his interview before he had the Louisiana Fest, and he was talking about how he loved music, how he just freestyle and rap every day. He still go to the studio every day or whatever. So I'm like, no, I'm texting niggas back, like, nah, nah, nah. Then I read the tweets, and I'm just like, damn. Like, I mean, that's sad. Wayne, but Wayne gonna be all right, He's going to be good, but I seen, I seen his, his joint with Skin Bayless. He was like, nah, he's not retiring. Now, he just, he said he got in an argument that day, and he just felt like, he was drained or whatever, so he just, just tweeted what he tweeted, and he won't delete the tweets because he feels that way. It's just he's tired, man, from the Birdman thing, man. It's Fuck just weighing Birdman. on him. It's just, it's just, it's just weighing on him. But I think it's his career, though. He's been out for a mad long. You gotta realize he's been waiting for fourteen years old. 
How old is Wayne now? Yeah, like 31, that's crazy. 32, they said they was like, yo, you been, but somebody even asked him, they was like, yo, you been rapping since you was like fucking 12, 13. Yo. You're like 31 now, 33. The, the one oh. cat I can respect the most. And his is, birthday is uh, about to come up yeah. in a few days. So. The one cat who gets clowned a lot, but you got to respect is Bow Wow. I fucks with Bow Wow, but he gets too. Yo, Bow Wow gets claimed, but he. He's made such a nice transition, and people don't realize, especially and he's people that are on this a pedestal, like athletes, musicians. You almost forget these people are close to your age. Like I almost forget that LeBron's like a year older than me. You know what I mean? Like I almost forget like CP3's like my age. Like you see, because you see them on TV, and you put them on this pedestal, so you almost forget like Wayne's been out since like almost 20 years. So it's like, yo, where's his transition? He's never moved. He's always been in music. Other people like Nick Cannon. You know what I mean? Wherever he did, he was in TV music. Like, you watch Bow Wow go from rapping to being in, in a, what's the TV show on CBS. You've like seen L.O. Yeah. Cool J go from rapping to, you've seen comedy. You've seen a lot of people transition. T.I. transition. All these people transition. It's yeah. like, Wayne never left. So, like, I, I can understand him being he tired of the said, bullshit because he's he never left. He kind of said, he was like, yo, he's like, he was like, I could tell y'all. He said this kid, Bill, he was like, I could tell y'all, you know, I'm done. I don't want to rap, blah, blah, blah. And I could go, and then like an hour later, I'm right in the studio rapping and blah, blah, because he was like, he said, this is all I know. This is how I feed my family. This is how I've been feeding my family or whatever, and this is all I know. He was like, that. He was like, when he sent the tweets, he was like, I was in the studio rapping. He was like, after I wrote those tweets, I went in the booth and did a verse. Yeah. So it's he's like, like he just tied, he was like, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, he was like, honestly, I had a conversation with somebody, and I was just fed up, and it just got me tired, and that's why I tweeted what I tweeted. He's like, but I won't delete my tweets because that's how I feel still. But he's, he's like, but like rapping, that. I'm. He's like, I still rap or whatever. Yeah, he's, just, he's just real. Like that's. I, I respect Wayne for that because, like I said, he's been he's given us a, a great discography of music. Whether he's had his peaks and valleys, like every artist is gonna yeah. have his peaks and valleys, but like he's always been real to a certain extent. So I can respect that. And he, I he, he asked about too. he asked about like they asked him about the new like wave or whatever. He was like, I love it. He was like, I respect it. He was like, times change. Or whatever, and they asked him like, "Why do you still keep going if you're not even like fitting in?" And he said, um, "Because like I feel like the younger people and the, the wave now still res- they still have a respect for like like what's old like they not fab because fab still fits in, but like they gotta res- they respect certain shit." And he was like, "I'm one of the people like they respect like so it's like I don't know it's weird I don't know Kendrick what the fuck had a, talking about. <laughs> it was hilarious really. Kend- yeah Kendrick, Kendrick shit was funny yeah <laughs> he said we need you." You ain't going nowhere. And, then, and he, 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 um, he, Wayne spoke, they asked him about that too. And he was like, that's what made me realize, like, yo, people really care. He was like, Kendrick, he was like, Kendrick is somebody I don't really know, but he has my number. He was like, Kendrick could have texted me or whatever, man, but he didn't text me. He just went, like, viral with it or whatever. He was like, before Drake said something on stage, before Nicki did the whole little verse, he was like, they all called me or whatever. And we spoke, or he was like, but they know. He was like, Drake and Nicki. He's like, I talked to them, they know, whatever. But he was like the whole Kendrick Lamar. He even said Young Thug. I was surprised. He was like, yo, Young Thug. He was like, oh, that surprised me. He was like, I didn't know that's how people felt. And I was like, yeah, nigga. And I'm watching the interview behind the screen. Like, yeah, nigga, that's how I feel too, nigga. <laughs> I'm with my boy. I'm screaming at the TV. He's like, why are you screaming? I'm like, nigga, because he the greatest. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, that brings me to another rant. Like, these old niggas that be like, yo, rap's not what it used to be. Yo, go wear a fucking koozie sweater and put Tim's on 24-7, my nigga. Rap's gonna change and kids are gonna have fun. Like, I'm sick of saying niggas to shit on the kids. Like, I don't, yo, certain shit's not for me. I'm, I'm too old. Like, your little Yagi ain't for me. 
But a 15-year-old, Lobo. you know what I mean? A 15-year-old is loving that shit, man. That dude's feeding his family. He's off the streets. He's doing something, having fun. Yo, go have fun. I, there's no way you could watch Ray Shermer and, like, not just have fun. There's kids having fun. It's like, yo, I see these old headness. Yo, rap is trash now. They so angry. It's like, yo, you mad? It's almost like how Charles Barkley is mad because he didn't make no money and everybody's getting contracts now. It's like, y'all watching from the sideline, y'all so mad y'all didn't have the internet. Y'all so mad that y'all didn't have all this access to fans, and y'all not getting the money that y'all would have got if y'all out now. Let the young kids have fun. And they do better. Like I said. No, I'm like, it's all, all the old rappers or all the old people I know, like my age, that be hating on young kids. Yo, let the kids cook. Like, I, I like Young Thug. He can wear as many dresses as he wants to wear. His music is fuego to me. So you're not going to stop me from, you can wear a maxi pad dress or a sundress. I'm still rocking Thugger to work, corporate America, Young Thug all day. So it is what it is because he makes good music. Man, it's just that's a fact. Jeffrey, Jeffrey is hard. <laughs> Jeff, Jeffrey is I hard. I like. I actually did. Actually, that last project by Thugger is like the first Thug project. <laughs> it's the first Thug project I actually like checked for when it came out. Dope. Like I actually took the time. Yeah, shout out to my dude Montrell, who I know is just like Thugger Nation. And I was like, Yo, Montrell I'm bumping him. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, thuggers and all that. So, yeah, I had to check him out. I got a few diehard thugger fans. I don't know why. These niggas is like 26, 27, 28. Like, and they diehard thugger fans. They like, make good music. Yeah, he make good music, but, like, well, I'm I'm mad because they was thugger fans, and I hated thugger because of the whole Wayne and thugger thing. Oh, no, 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 Yo, no. I used to freaking, like, boycott thugger. Like, I didn't listen that to him. So Even bad. if his music was good, like, yo, they would play it in the car. Shit would be knocking. I'd be in the whip like, nah, that shit. Yo, that shit whack. That shit whack. Even though it would be knocking to me. But once I heard Wayne say, like, I listened to an interview, like, last summer. He was like, I ain't no B with thugger. I don't care about that. I was like, oh, word? All right. So I went to Mad Thug. I went listen to the whole Barter Six. I was wild late. I was with it. I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, this Barter Six niggas is like, you late on the thugger. I'm like, nigga, I don't care. Yo, shout out to all the real fans that really be riding with their favorite artists or whatever they're doing, B. Because for real, I ain't going to front. When the Drake Meek thing started, it was hard because dreams and nightmares changed my life for the better. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I had to stop listening yeah. to him. I'm like, it's wartime. I can't listen nah, to you. I feel you, I, bro. How, how long did I tell you that I didn't listen to Meek? Yo, shit, nigga, you, I didn't listen to him either. I, I went, I went a smooth eight, nine months. He really did. Without listening to Meek, like, out of sight, out of no, mind. I, I didn't check with him until I remember too. Me and you was texting. I was on my way back home from City in January. He oh, passed me Johnny Price's uh, tape to me, and yeah. he dropped the first four for four. That's when he dropped the four. That's for when four. I checked, and I was like, all right, I can listen to you again. Yeah, nah. and same here though. But I don't know. I just seen like last week he dropped like a, a preview on Instagram. I don't know where he what dropped. He it. I seen a video, but he had some shit with Thugger. Whoa, shit was hard. I don't know. It was just a preview. He was on the block in Philly. But I ain't hear his verse. I heard Thugger's verse, and Thugger's verse was hard, and Meek was spin Thugger's verse, and he was just like, I don't know. It was lit, though. Nah, Meek, <laughs> yo, artist. No, Meek could make good music, but but you said music. he make music, like you said, he make music for the summertime. Summer's yeah. about to be over. That's, a, but that's my point. It's like, it's like his bad management, and his management's Rock Nation, too, I think. So yeah. it's like bad management artists. Like, I'm not trying to hear music. I think his niggas is dumb. He, I think he got his niggas working for him. They dumb, just like but how they did the, He they um they didn't know what like type of probation or what he needed to do for community service, and he did the wrong thing because his manager, or whatever, whoever his people is, they're dumb. I don't know. That's what it becomes. Yo, this is the thing. Like, somebody somebody let him have his phone and let him go on a tweet rant. Right at that time, before he ranted and raved. Right. Let's just think about strategically. If you're an artist, you're literally the hottest dude in the game. He came out of jail. He had three or four singles bumping. 
he headlined Summer Jam. Remember, Summer Jam is headlined by Kendrick. Yeah. They made Kendrick go like fourth to last or third to last. I think yeah. it was Kendrick, Big Sean. It was Fab, Kendrick, Big Sean. I was there. And I, somebody else, and then and then, and then uh, Meek. Or whatever, it, it, it removed But when Kendrick. Meek went, yeah, it was like the headline. Yeah, it was so, shut down. so Meek went from going, you know what I mean? He went from the Intercontinental Championship <laughs> right into the WWE Championship. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? He had the baddest joint in his arm. He had three or four joints knocking, and his album had just come out. So, strategically, I'm not going to attack the hottest dude in the game in terms of consistently over the past seven years. Probably the best start ever in hip-hop, right? I'm not going to attack him. Even if I was mad, I would, if I'm his man, I'm Smacking your phone with your hands. What are yeah. you doing? We we moving right now. We good. We'll save that for behind the scenes. So and that album yeah, because his al- his album was hot. His album was hot. When yeah. that came out, and then once he Drake dropped, like once after. Drake dropped, charged. We going see. We all the way back in last summer. Once Drake dropped, charged up. I didn't even want to listen to Meek's album no more, and that was tough. And then he came mm-hmm. out back to back. Was, That's true. I was kind of on that. I was like, oh man. But oh. it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like nothing personal. It was just like, yo, I can't. I know, really, but I can't. it's just the way he sunned him. Like, yo, boys, yo. It's, it's John, yo. I can't even say he sunned him. It's just the way that Drake is very strategic in how he does stuff. So it wasn't like yeah. he even. And the way Meek. he says shit. It's, it's like, like it's like it's like they were arguing at two different points. Like Meek was trying to argue about like. You know what I mean? Like clothes, whatever. It's kind of like this, uh, the scene in Baby Boy when uh, Vin Rams goes, guns and buddy, you little dumb motherfucker. Like, y'all niggas arguing about some shit that don't go, got no interest, and I'm, I'm trying to teach you how to do this. So, like, so Drake's like, yo, I'm trying to do this. And you argue about some dumb street shit about money, whatever. It just made Meek look dumb. So yeah. it made you not want to listen to his music. Because, like, yo, he looks so stupid. Like, yo, I even <laughs> unfollowed some on Instagram. Yeah, honestly, before you pass the subject, man, everybody that's, like, caught by surprise with what Drake did to Meek. Look, for one, you need to pay attention more to when I speak, because I've been trying to tell y'all this for years, that the boy got an arsenal. And and he's just so strategic. Like, Drake has been giving out hints for years that he is ready for whoever when he wants to put it. That's why I've been saying openly that I feel comfortable going with Drake versus anybody in a rap beef. Because I just know execution and just strategy he has something and i just know that if you're the opposition to be honest with you the only dude who i feel is you know you know what it comes out i hate to cut myself off with that point but it comes out of this a lot of these artists that fans be like oh we'll eat drake up and do this and that you know why dudes only give their little whack-ass subs to drake because they got something to lose okay drake you go well drake got something to lose, but drake is built he's established the boy prepared you got to come up with a game plan to go go against that man. Because if you don't, you're going to fall to the wayside too. But people been just, you know, ignoring the signs for years that the boy's ready. I remember in an uh, in interview that he had with Angie Martinez, after Nothing Was the Same came out, the dude was like, he was like, look, people think like I'm this and that, but I'm ready. Yeah, like, I'm prepared. Like, I've been writing. Like, I'm everybody. not the one. He's like, I'm not the one to mess with. Even he literally said, that, he was like, though, I'm not the one to deal with. Like, I'm ready for whatever. I've had this conversation. It's not even before even all that, right? He did the smartest thing he could do. He did what Eminem did in 8 Mile. He eats it himself. He yeah. Came out, he came out the dance moves, You right? can't go he, after people so, who's 110% so, honest so and it's in the open. He's eats it himself, right? He's come off the corny memes. He embraces it. He laughs at it, right? He laughs at himself. So as a rapper, you're being cool is what, you know what I mean? And once I strip you of being cool, like you strip me of being cool. Yeah. It's like he's a regular person now. You can't strip. So the only only real tactic 
that you can do to Drake is make better music than him. Yeah. And but you can't. So you it's can. like, yo, because so even, you can be even, more lyrical, but yeah, damn it, your diss Joe Budden like, like, nominated. Like even Joe Budden's diss is like he was <laughs> son, he was going in, he was Killer. flaming him. Like I was loving him shit. So I'm like, he's killing the boy. But and it's just like but then I would but I would play it and then I would just go and like, catch myself listening then, to Drake. Then Drake, <laughs> then Drake responded and dropped the day party anthem yeah. and dish at the same time. So he said it day party. So it's like the ill shit about Drake is Drake's Drake's gonna dish you and then little kids gonna be singing a song. Uh, uh, Dominican chicks with bodies working. Labyrinth's gonna be twerking his song. It's gonna <laughs> white people like the Grammys going to nominate the song. It's gonna make you feel crazy because like damn. It's like if you diss them, you almost end up in the alternate universe where it's like, why is everybody hating you? But it's not that. As rappers, your, your image is cool, right? Like, certain people have a cool image or a gangster. Once you get stripped, whatever it is that you have, and you don't have nothing, all Drake has is good music because you really can't strip him. He got bad joints, sales. Like, you, what, what are you stripping him of? He, he embraces his corniness. So he embraces everything about him. So you can't. That's what I'll be. I'll be looking at dudes, and they be like, "Oh, Kendrick or whoever do this." I'm like, "You guys do not understand what this will end up as. Like, you guys do not understand just the just the process of this." I'm like, "There's a reason why they don't go beyond that." You know why Joe was able to do what he, you know, d- did? Because he has nothing to lose. He nothing, so he could do that. There's a reason why Kendrick, Pusha, whoever you want to match up with him. They're only going to do the little whack-ass subs. And let me say this right by the way. I love Kendrick, but Kendrick is whack with the subliminals. Garbage. He, his subliminals are terrible. Alpha, I know you're going to be mad at me, but that's life, though. Deal with it. But dumb dudes, no. I mean, get, you think so? Nah, you know, it's, it's rare, too, that um like you would see an artist and you could dead res- re- recite his diss song. Yeah. Who else can you really recite? They they diss songs. If you're a real rap fan, you know, Beans and Jay should. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you play, you play, you play, you play Pox and Jay, that shit. You play Pox and like, them up. That's what you say. Nah, you either. As a female, you know, I listen to Jada Kiss, but if he has a diss song out, I'm not like, all right, all right. But Drake, when he come out with a diss song, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Re- put that on replay. And you this know? shit is like a fucking an- it's a party but, anthem. Like he make party. Like I don't know. This man. comes to the whole thing of him being smart. So when the streaming stuff comes out. He initially aligns himself with Apple. Basically, what you're going to get eventually is Apple Records, Google Records, maybe right. Samsung Records, right? He's already aligned himself with Jimmy. So it's like, yo, at the end of the day, when you start, I start seeing artists, you see Chance the Rapper, he got a commercial for Apple Music in the West Coast Finals. Mm-hmm. That's Apple Records. I don't care if he's independent or not, that's yeah. Apple Records. Like, you start giving them Apple looks Ch- and Apples. Or he Chance has just came out on Ellen and brought 2 chains and Wayne. So, yeah, so, it's, like, so, so it's like, yo, it, well, I, I said, when it comes down to him, and rap, it's like, yo, it's different. For one, I don't categorize Drake as a rapper, he's an artist, right? And then I yeah, categorize like uh, Joe I categorize Joe Button as a rapper or MC. Yeah, Royce yeah. a Joe But Royce uh five nine rapper. Drake's an artist. So it's yeah. like even at that, you fight if you're a rapper coming at Drake, you're fighting out your weight class. Because all you're gonna do is drop some good ass music and we're gonna compare his good music to your disc. And his good music is always gonna be greater Not than your to disc mention, because it's the relevancy too. You know what Dudes I mean? so, out here be on I'll be on the other side rooting against the kids and it's like you don't support your artist enough to even have a chance. Like, you're not going to spend your favorite artist this enough like we will. Like, you're going to spend more time talking about Drake than you ever will with your favorite artist if the two disc records put up. It's just a fact. It's just a 100% fact what Twitter does. Like, the only artist who I've ever seen personally that could shut down a timeline when it's music, personally, from my experience, is Kanye. Yeah, when it's a right Kanye record, the timeline lit. 
other than that, no other artist should anything Kanye do the timeline. Like, I can't, I can't <laughs> respect the timeline. Or I can't respect bro rap fans because they don't buy nothing, and so they don't push the genre. So yo, the I genre can't respect yo. You wanna know uh, back to the timeline? I can't respect the timeline no more. After I seen Double XL tweet a picture of was it Nas? I don't damn. I don't know, but it was like Nas, somebody probably Kanye, and I don't know somebody else. It was three people, but I just know when Double XL tweeted the picture when they posted Nas's picture, they put Esco, blah blah blah, and blah blah blah. Nobody knew it. <laughs> and like you had like three four people like retweeting Double XL. Oh nah, you got it wrong. That's not Esco. That's not DJ Esco. Oh y'all tweet y'all tweaking. Damn y'all gonna get in trouble for this. And what? I'm like yo like. How don't you know Nas is Esco? Like, because, like, I mean, again, like, what are you saying? But Nas it. even said it on. I'm saying I'm back to. I'm not back, but to the um, Khaled's album or whatever. And Nas's song on Khaled shit. Nas even said some shit like, um, what he said. He said something like, like last time something. He was like everybody Pablo Esco. Yeah, he was like, like he was like Pablo. everybody acting like he's dead. Blah blah. Last time I checked, I'm still breathing. Type shit. But like that's that's because of the new fan, right? Like all right, so what's 2016, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody who was 18 was born what year? 1998. That's what I'm saying. So like 98. It's oh, like yeah, you were man. born. Like by the time that you even understand rap, Nas is not somebody. By the that time you really understood rap, Soldier Boy was hot. Yeah. Like if you think about it, if you 18, 98. 2008, that, that's Soldier Boy. That's what I'm saying. So that's it's like... That's 18, 2008, that, that's me. But that's, a, that's my point. Like, <laughs> 18, 2008, that's me, but that's, that's I, I've been understanding rap, so I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, <laughs> so that's, 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 that's all, it's like, yo, as a genre, this is what we're going to get because Kanye and is yeah, a thugger. You get, you know, what I mean, you get these, you get these arguments. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you get these arguments where the matchups don't make sense because they're talking about two different things. So as hip hop fans, if you really support the artist, this is my thing. If you didn't buy the album, I don't want to hear critique. So if you didn't spend your ten dollars on the album, I don't want to hear that you think it's trash because you listen to it for free. That's like getting a free plate of food and buy like, it's trash. My nigga, it was free, so like, <laughs> you can't complain about shit. You can't get mad like, at the sample. We gotta push right. the genre because if you don't push the genre, the genre doesn't get anywhere. So right now, rap's in neutral, and so that's what we're gonna get until we start buying shit. Because if we buy albums, then the artist goes on American Music Awards, and then we're able to do more with the genre and push it forward. Until that, we're gonna get culture vulture the whole time, and then you get a whole bunch of arguments on the timeline that don't make no fucking sense. That's what you're gonna get. Terrible, man. It's absolutely positively terrible. But you know what? We got people like Young M.A. saving the day. <laughs> you know, yeah. Young M.A. We got Young uh, M.A., um, A Boogie, Don Q. Casanova. Designer. Yo, Casanova, bit. man, drop that second track. That that video you put on uh, with you and your boy had the dad hat on, uh, that shit had me wild hype. He never dropped it. <laughs> I was he ready. never dropped it. I was, ready to go, I was ready to go to jail this summer. Nah, when he dropped the, uh, there's the army. Yo, that shit, I was ready to do at least 30 days in county, my nigga, when that shit dropped. I was hitting somebody in the fucking head with a bottle when that shit dropped. Off rip, my nigga, you are the real nigga. Drop that shit tomorrow. Young I M. need a. that, dog. Young M.A.'s been my vibe these days. Young M.A.? I love Young M.A. Yeah, that, she, forget she that does. just the ooh record. Nah, you got yeah, the, the, the summer story. That summer, yeah. summer, oh my goodness. Summer stories, I feel like, I like that better than ooh. And then she got it some, she got some shit called Body Bag she went in on. There's another joint. A video she got, and it's before Ooh came out, 
but at the end of the video, she premieres like ooh for a little yeah. bit. Ooh. I forgot the name, but it's a freestyle. But she fucking body. Yo, shout to my nigga Al. And, 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 and there's another thing like, like I'm not big on the whole like. I don't know women with build like dykes and shit. Like, what you yeah. dap on? Yeah, <laughs> like the girls you acting like dudes. I call her Stephanie. I'm not, I, I wasn't big on that. Besides, like the ones I'm cool with and I know personally. So like, so but like the ones I see, I just be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? She but then Young Ma head. changed my mind. Yeah. Like when she came, she I was like, her breakfast club interview was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah I like that. You mess with Young Ma? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, she's dope. I, I like the new sound, like New York is, you know what I mean, producing. He's coming back. We just, we just, we just got, got her back. I thought yeah. we was about to lose designer, even though he only got one song. I mean, his so mixtape is hard if you got title and listen to it. Nah, but, but he got so much energy. Like, yo, designer really got paid on that uh, Champions track just to make noise. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yo, that's, that's dope. Yo, I'm not even making 18. Yo, go have fun. But, like, Cause he I, really Because, honestly, the only thing I really want to hear him do is, yeah. <laughs> and he knows how to do that off the cuff, too. Like, he was like, yeah, man, go get it. Get it. Get it. Oh, my like, God. Like, God. Even Dang. when he's getting interviews, like, he was like, oh, what's your suit made out? Oh, this is Tom Ford. <laughs> yo, like, you already know. You how you get? You can't be mad at that. Yo, I want. I hope he gets another Pam or another hit because he's just so funny. Like he got so good, so much good energy. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I heard. Yeah, jumped on it. Yeah, I didn't hear it though. I like where New York is headed with the artists because you know what I mean. You're getting different sounds. We just need the artists not to go to jail. It's like every time we got somebody, it gets cuffed. Yo, but shout out to yo Bobby, Bobby Schmurda. He got mm-hmm. he yeah, he took the plea deal for seven years. He's gonna be out in three though. Yeah, he's gonna be out three. So is Roddy. Three, three the boys, man. Yes, now nah, yo, I was at a bar mitzvah when Bobby Schmurda was out with the with the hot record and yo, when I cried because <laughs> all them white kids was dancing and, sh- and sh- money dancing to that record. I mean, I was like, it's like yo, Martin Luther King fought for this right here. Cause I'm like yo, for real. I'm like this is what it's all about. Just everybody coming together and just money in. And of course, I was leading the way, getting them young kids just like, ah. <laughs> 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 yeah, for real, I was doing that. And the parents had no problems. Then I got paid that night, so it was good. Yeah, that's life. Yeah, yeah, man. Nah, man. But like, There's a couple other artists, too, that uh, that I've been bumping. Uh, one of them is a dude named Russ from Atlanta. Uh, he's associated with Sony. Uh, this dude named Next Thursday. Who actually got on my playlist? Speaking of playlists, Will still got to make his four side playlist. I was about to make it the mine. other day. I got mine about to. But I don't want to make it too. I don't. Time. I don't want to make mine too ratchet. Ghostwriter for his playlist though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heavy on the cloud. If you need me to change yeah, the song, yeah, Janae, Janae, yo, we're putting Janae on playlist. Everybody getting all the playlists. I gotta make a playlist. But my playlist might be too ratchet. Honestly, I listen to a lot. A lot of Migos. I think the Migos are cool. I'll probably say this in a few podcasts, podcasts, but I really fuck with the Migos. I was sleeping on them when they first came out. Thought they was gonna be one hit wonders, and I, I just yo, fell they, in love they with got, them. They got a good like. <laughs> yo. And they, they, yo, and they, and they, they um, was, they was in, yeah, way. they was in Atlanta. They, they was in the last episode in Atlanta. Atlanta. 
and they just signing good music for like management. Yo, so, like, Migos, getting, Migos got like five or six joints. Like they could come through on some guest appearance shit. And yeah, but I, I feel Tana like Montana, and they could they actually got, you know rap. Like, like, like they could actually rap. When you like really listen, like sometimes they be saying some shit, but you gotta really listen. Nobody be taking the time out to listen to my boys. They but be that's what, I mean, that's just what it is. Like, and them being down south. Yeah, yeah, and then a lot of people think they got that. But sometimes, I mean, they say a lot of the same shit over and over. But it be hard. It be hard. Nah, just you. Can't and you get it, yeah. you can't deny fire because I mean they because I never really cared to even like listen to Black Youngster Yo Gotti's artist yeah. but he was on like a Migos song. Heard a song from him. I I, I, I personally yeah, haven't yeah. even heard one song one song of his own. No disrespect to him or whatever because I watch his I watch his no but I watch his I watch his interview person like when he came I say back it again to yo Forside Art and Wills we're not trying to disrespect the young, Black Youngster yeah, yeah, no, don't, don't come don't come over here but his last his last Breakfast Club interview was dope and like now I'm gonna probably go back and like listen to his shit but I didn't really check for him so I heard him on like a Migos song and him and like Offset was like doing back to back with the verses and I was like oh okay this is some New York shit and they doing like some southern yeah. but they was making it hard I don't know it was dope yo music is dope because like you just vibe to it like it don't gotta be for you like I hate when people will try to be like yo don't convince me somebody's hot and don't try to convince somebody's whack I'm gonna have my opinion it yeah. may not be for me. Like, for me, Kendrick is not for me. I don't want to listen to it, but I'm not going to tell you it's whack because you might want to listen to it. Do I want to come home and listen to Pimp Butterfly? Fuck no. <laughs> Do I want to come home and listen to that new Jeffrey? Yeah, on my Bose speakers and make my neighbors hate me? Yes, I do. Do something. Pull up, bitch. Shout, shout, <laughs> and one, and back to your boy. Shout out to Drake for really buying his neighbor's crib. <laughs> you got to rap what you live. Like, yo, for real, you know man. what I mean? There's only a handful of rappers nowadays that really rap what they live. Like, back in the day, uh, one of the old heads I know told me a story about Tresh. Like, from everybody else, like, he really, like, pull up on you. Like, yeah. he's like, he really, if you said something and you dissed him, like, he's at your studio session. Like, what up? I heard, you know what I mean? <laughs> live your truth, man. So, it's like, I respect cats who really, who rap what they live. Because there's a handful of rappers. Probably 10, 10, 12, 13 rappers. I don't want no problems. If I was rapping, I, I wouldn't diss. I don't want no problems with it. Word. But, yeah, man, that was... Our first episode back with the four side man. Yeah, Janae, please back. let them know where they can find you if you want them to find you. Of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can hit me up on Instagram. Uh, don't laugh on my name, but it's Pigment J two underscore. Okay. <laughs> All right, and remember, Janae's coming through with the playlist. I'm, I'm, I'm low yeah, key she probably gonna, she probably gonna yeah, drop her shit play. before me because I'm lacking. Yo, yeah. I got I'm not matter of fact, I'm gonna go work on my joint. I can't, nah, I can't say tonight because 2K comes out tonight, midnight release. <laughs> about to get go it. get that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and of course, we got, you know, the OGs in his gang. Q, let Q. them know where they can find you. Security man. guard OG. Q. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not security guard no more, man. I got a promotion. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I roll around with that same security ghost guy for any of you niggas. I'm scared of that security. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of the ghost security. Nah, but my, uh, look out for my R&B playlist. Um, it, it glows goes well with the classic red wine and Merlot. Uh, light medium. Spritzes, yeah, no, no. A medium body red wine and probably a voluptuous uh, Dominican woman that lives between... Uh, 116th and 181st Street Yo. together. So that playlist and those other things will make your evening or your Friday nights very, very much plentiful, all right? Look out for that, all right? It's called, it's called corporate thugging. Oh, right. yo. Oh, this guy. And remember, guys, check out the blog, forsidemusic.tumblr.com. We got some new records on there, like I mentioned, from Rust, 
talking about talking about dude A hoodie with the a boogie with the hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> that that just that just threw me off. What you said, it was hilarious. Young and bad. Oh, uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Chris man from Dub P man Guapo. Oh, yeah, he, 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 he dropped a record. That's funny. He hit me about a video. I don't know. Or shout out to my dude that. Kenny Shane, who you guys know was on the show. Um, his last, his latest project just came out. Labor, Labor Day. Day. Yeah. Usual. We back at it, man. Better than ever. You already know. It's Will's. Bars. We got bars to end the show. I want to shout out my peoples. <laughs> oh yeah, might as well. Do that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Will's. I want to shout out. Um, shout out to Shorts, know, by the Shorts. way, man, for a great project over the summer, man. Yeah, that, that was, was dope. Incredible. And he just dropped a new visual too, right now, featuring um Kane Precise or whatever. Right now? Um, yeah, right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> right now, <Cool>. yeah. <laughs> but um, that's a do- dope song, dope visual. Um, shout out to my boy Johnny Price. Word. He's working. He's about to come out with some heat. He's about to hit y'all with some shit for the fall. Um, shout out to my boy Tay. He just dropped like a video. And he, yeah, he drops mad songs like every other day, every week, and they're not bad. So if you want to check them out, check them out. Everybody knows Tay, and you got me. I'm Wills. I'm here for side. You are man. All right. Wave drinks, man. Wave drinks. Yeah, before. I'm in it. Save your life. That's Word. a fact. Or <laughs> the margarita from um Blockheads. <laughs> for real, man. Enjoy. You know. Weekly wine spritzes for the soul. And remember, we got to get Cuddy fans out of here. Yo. That's all I got to say. Yo. We out. <laughs> <laughs>